What's up, everyone? This is Hannah with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. I am a physical therapist here in Charleston, and I am the new host of this podcast. This podcast is meant to give you the correct health and fitness information, along with spreading awareness of all of the different health and fitness professionals here in Charleston. I love being able to use this podcast as a way to meet all of those around me that are trying to make the world a better place. And my mission as a PT is to educate people and to empower them to take ownership and control of their health. This is season three of the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Healthy Charleston. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone, to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. On today's podcast, I met with Sandy Franz, the owner and founder of the Charleston Tennis Circuit. So the Charleston Tennis Circuit hosts universal tennis rating tournaments here in the Charleston area, and they're different because they provide opportunities to play for both junior and adult tennis players, and Sandy really makes it a point to make all of the the tournaments fun. Everyone gets to play at least three matches He's an awesome guy. Um, He even tried to teach me how to play tennis, so you'll hear how that went shortly. He started with two tournaments in 2018, and now he is almost 15, scheduled for 2021. He has some awesome ideas, really exciting things on the books for next year. If you're into tennis, you're looking to get started, reach out to Sandy today. You can find him at thecharlestontenniscircuit.com. Otherwise, thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with the Healthy Charleston podcast. On today's podcast, we have my dear friend, Sandy Franz, owner and founder of the Charleston Tennis Circuit here in Charleston, South Carolina. Heather, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Happy to have you on. Okay, so tell us what you do with the Charleston Tennis Circuit. Basically, we're providing opportunities to play tennis here in Charleston for all levels, for juniors and adults. Uh, It's all universal tennis rating tournaments throughout the year. So that's basically our goal, to have a good time, competition on the court, but at the same time provide every tennis player here in Charleston the opportunity to compete and enjoy a great event off the court as well. And how long have you been doing it? We started in 2018 uh, with oh, okay. two tournaments, so it's yeah. a fairly fresh year in Charleston, and um, we are really excited that this year in 2019 and even in 2020 with COVID um, coming along that we were still able to host our tournaments. And to, for 2020, we are extremely excited because we are like between 10 to 15 tournaments already on the schedule. So we're really Dang. expanding and um, enjoying that we provide more and more tournament opportunities for tennis players. Uh, like I said, from beginners to high-level tennis players here in Charleston. So you have your junior tournaments, right? Which is what age? Junior tournaments are, um, we have one requirement which differs from other tournaments. We basically don't put an age requirement to it. It's basically as soon as a player can play full court with a yellow ball, Mm -hmm. they're allowed to join our tournaments. And we go all the way up to 18. So basically, mostly between 11 11 to 18 Mm -hmm. are the years when they start playing our junior tournaments. And again, what we really pride ourselves, it's we provide this opportunity for all levels. So even if you're a complete beginner or you're like really high level and you want to play college tennis or have further ambitions, all of those players are welcome to play our junior tournaments with the Charleston Tennis Circuit. And then you also have your adult tournaments, which is more for money or... Yes, we have different kind of tournaments. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, this September, we had a prize money tournament. 
this is like a big competition. We attracted players from all around the country, like uh, even from other states. Mm. So that was really interesting and it was a very high level. But at the same time, we provided another tournament at the same weekend where it was like for all medals again. So that we played doubles, we had a good time. But it was fun for the players when they finished the tournament, like the yeah. low medal players to finish. And then they see like, you know, the really good to players to, yeah, to walk, watch and have a good time yeah. on the, of seeing like high, high level competition. So we had... During the tournament, it was in September at the Iron Club in Mount Pleasant. We had around 500 people coming out. Wow. Of course, we had COVID restrictions yeah. and, you know, we made sure that everybody kept distance and stuff. But it was a great turnout, a lot of fun. People loved it, you know, watching some good tennis, but at the same time playing for themselves and um, enjoy the whole atmosphere. Is 500, is that, like with COVID, you know, is that more than you expected? It was more than I expected. And you have to see it was over four days. So it's like Thursday, Friday, oh, then the players okay. came and we, mm -hmm. we asked the players to limit them, like their people to come only like friends and family instead of like bringing everybody to come and join. So, but on the Saturday and on Sunday, and that's the beauty about tennis, it's all outdoors. The weather was great. So it spreads, you know, around the facility. So you can make mm -hmm. sure that you have safety features in place. And we asked everybody to wear a mask and, be cautious about everything yeah. with COVID going on. But hopefully in the future, that's something we pride ourselves. We, you know, we want to have a fun time. We want to have a player's party. We want to have food out there. We want the mm -hmm. people to actually mingle and, and watch some good tennis and just support the whole atmosphere. So we are hoping that soon with, um, for 2021 that we can mm -hmm. go to our old, um, you know, event structure and then having also amazing fun off the court because that's something where my wife comes in she's from the event world she took a master's in events she worked in new york in events oh, and she okay. actually loves create this mm -hmm. you know fun atmosphere of the court like with, if it's, it's a photo booth if it's like the players party if it's like you know a player's corner and just make it like a really good atmosphere for everybody yeah so what is your what would be like your ideal event structure so i know this year was kind of different but like what are the the events like without covid involved it's basically, it depends a little bit on the tournament, but in general, like for this prize money tournament, um, we want to make this the ultimate prize money tournament here in Charleston. So our goal is to get people out there, um, as many as possible, spectators to create this beautiful atmosphere, you know, where the, the bar is open, they can enjoy some drinks and some food out there. Um, just enjoy their time uh, bring the kids as well I have like you know fun kids corner with like a wee um, tennis wee tennis, wee tennis exactly. what, just tennis you know that, that everybody has like a good time and that you know the parents can and then you watch some really good tennis um, locally but also like getting players from around the other states to really compete for their prize money because it's competitive we had like $3,000 prize money it's not a bad tournament for the first year and we're really looking forward to increase that money to even attract higher level players but also the local pros so the local pros can compete for that mm -hmm. And that's something we're really hoping for. We, we want to have our photo booth back, you know, where people can just get on social media, have fun. We had a, in 2019, we had a really amazing 80s theme party. So everybody oh, on Saturday yes. night dressed up in the 80s outfits, you know, and watched some good tennis. We had some exhibition matches. That's what we want to bring back again. We want to have this atmosphere when they come to the event where they feel like this is fun. This is fun on the court, but at the same time when I'm not competing or if I just want to be a spectator, they have just this great event experience around it and can watch some amazing tennis. It's not just a tennis match. Exactly. It's a full weekend. It's a full weekend with fun, laugh, you know, great competition and that's what we pride ourselves and unfortunately this year was a little bit, you know, yeah. limited, but mm -hmm. we are hopeful that in the future yeah. we can go back to normal. Yeah, you'll get back to it. So you started in 2018. What made you want to start this? Basically, my whole life has been involved with tennis. I came over to the United States and I got this amazing opportunity to play college tennis in the US uh, here in South Carolina, which was a blessing for me um, as there's nothing similar to this in Germany. 
And so I got a scholarship. I played college tennis. Absolutely loved my experience. Where'd you play? At UC Upstate. Belongs yeah. to the UC family in Spartanburg. So something very unique. And I went back to, to, to Europe and I met my wife in England during our master's program in sports management. And when we came back here, um, I'm still helping in recruiting, but I got to know the tennis scene a little bit more. And I always love to do something in tennis. It's my biggest passion. Uh, it has been my whole life. Tennis shaped my whole life. And I just thought like it would be a great opportunity to create like a, a tennis tournament experience with like a you know make it a fun experience from the get go like from everything like coming to the tournament arriving to the tournament desk my goal for every tournament is by the end of the tournament I know all the players by name you know just make it like a personal feel to it and that's where my wife and I thought this is a great opportunity for us to provide more tennis opportunities in the very actually active tennis community here in Charleston which is very nice mm -hmm. and you know we have professional tournament here at LTP which is awesome but you know we really wanted to provide a tennis opportunity for all levels like beginners to advanced players and, and that's what we strive and it has been an interesting ride so far we started with two, two tournaments in 2018 and now for next year we have over 10 to 15 tournaments planned for we started for, with two yes and it's been a great journey so far so we really appreciate the support of local businesses such as Made to Move, and we are excited to, to have you as a partner. But um, also, it's, it's just a fun ride, and we want to make sure that we also connect businesses, you know, people together, you know, benefit from each other, and, and make the most out of this whole journey together. So what made you, like, were there any other tennis groups like this before you came along? Like, what was the scene in tennis like in Charleston? There's a, um, there's a big scene, and there are tournaments as well. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's not that there are no tennis tournaments here. There are a bunch of, it's called UCA um, tournaments, which are run. I'm running my tournaments with UTR. It's a universal tennis rating. Mm -hmm. Why do I do UTR, and what is the difference? UTR is basically um, a universal tennis rating from 1 to 16, right? So it doesn't matter if I'm in Germany. If I'm in Australia, mm. if I'm in the United States, it doesn't matter if I'm 80 or it doesn't matter if I'm 10. If I have a UTR of 3, I can play female, male, 80, four. Oh, it doesn't it matter. It doesn't matter. It's a yeah. UTR you're getting and you can mm -hmm. compete no matter where you're in the world. And when I come from Germany, we have a German ranking system. If I go to the US, there's a United States ranking system. If I go to Australia, there's a different ranking system. And that system, in my mind, is, is so genius because you can combine all that in one system and you can play anywhere in the world. It doesn't matter what level you are. And that's something I love and that's something I promote here in the area of Charleston, which we are the only company doing that with that kind of rating system in Charleston. Everyone else is like specific? Yeah, they do USTA, it's called. Um, USTA? It's USTA, yeah. Okay. So it's a United Tennis Association and, and they're running USTA tournaments. Mm -hmm. And Universal Tennis is kind of newer, I would say, but um, mm -hmm. I think the system is absolutely smart and makes so sense because all the college coaches are using it and it's, like I said, it's universal. And yeah. I'm from Germany, so it, for me it makes... I, it's a different system there. That's why we're running those UTR events here in Charleston, and it's, it's great. So how do you get a universal tennis rating? So basically, you just sign up for universal tennis, and you have no rating in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But then when you start, like, you know, I'm going to ask questions about your background. Have you played before? You know, have you played some tournaments before and with the USTA and things like that? So and if you haven't, then, you know, I'm going to judge approximately what your level so might you be. So you make them? Like no, make I'm them not, but I'm like when you sign up for a tournament, yeah, then I can add you to the right level and then you can start playing. And the moment you start playing one match, the algorithm is going to straight give you an UTR and you're going to verify it. Like, so as more matches you play, wow. as more UTR goes down, up, up and down. So the good thing about that is it's happening weekly or daily, basically. Mm -hmm. So when you play a tournament, the next day or the next two days, it's you updated. see exactly. Oh. And that's, it's kind of an an addiction in a positive way because you're like competing for yourself and you're like, uh -huh. oh, I want to play a match because I want to get my UTR. So that's what we are trying to create that you're really going to, you know, 
get motivated on top of that to see like how you can improve your UTRs in all the tournaments. I like that because instead of, you know, if I'm playing a match and I'm losing, instead of just giving up, I'm going to play the best that I can because it's going to affect my rating. This is a great, actually, um, point you're bringing up because let's say, for example, you and I play a match. Oh, okay, gosh. And you are a two UTR and I'm a three UTR. Okay. Right? So even, let's say, if I would be winning... But UTR accounts the difference that I'm like one UTR point above mm -hmm. of you. But if you lose 6-4, 6-4, it might mean because you played so closely against me, even though you lost, you're still going to go up in UTR. Oh. So it counts all those things. The algorithm counts oh. in like how much you lose. You know, if it's a 6-0, 6-0 and it's a washout, then, you know, you're probably going down in your UTR and I'm going up in my UTR. But so it, we actually encourage all those players to mm -hmm. make sure. And something when I was younger... Um, I realized because I started tennis when I was 14, very, very late. So yeah, the first tournament, late. yeah, the, so the first tournament I always played, I and I lost my first match. I was out of the tournament. So my it was single elimination. Single elimination. Mm -hmm. That's the exact perfect phrase for that. Correct. So our tournaments for, especially for our juniors, um, but also for our adults, we guarantee every player three matches. So we do like a round robin stage first, where we pair the players exactly with the same level, mm -hmm. so that they can have the round robin stage to compete against each other. And then what we do is, after the round-robin stage is over, the first place in the round-robin stage... What is it called? Um, Round-robin. Round-robin, yes. So you're in a group with four players. Okay. So you have three matches guaranteed. You're playing against every other player uh, in that group, right? Uh -huh. So if you win all your three matches, you're the first one in the group. And then that player is basically advancing to the next elimination round and plays somebody, the number one guy from the other group. And that's how we're going to determine our winners, and it's going to be... Super exciting. So and even if I lose, I get to keep playing. You got to guarantee three matches as long as the weather Sorry. permits all operating hours, yes. And with the universal tennis rating, is 16 the highest you can be? Yeah, that's a professional tennis player. Like Nadal or Federer is like a 16 plus okay. player. So this is the highest you can get. And zero is the lowest. Yes, it's a What would you game. give me? <laughs> After seeing you play on Friday, you I would say I'm going to give you like zero. a... Not a zero. I was thinking probably like a three, two and a half, like really? starting there. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, you're, you're flattering you, you, me. You, you, you're going to do well. Oh my gosh. What's, who's your favorite tennis player? My favorite tennis player um, is Nadal. I just like um, the way he plays and I love clay court. It's my favorite yeah. surface. So That's I what I was like. surprised about because everyone talks about a clay court, but it, it didn't look to me what I had pictured in my head. It looked like a court with dirt on it, but... I didn't know the difference. Yeah, okay. it's for me great because it's a little bit soft on my knees and stuff, so on my body. Uh, and you can slide. Yeah, you can slide. It's it's great. I just love it. And it's a little slower than a hard court. So uh, a hard court is, and grass is by far the fastest surface, so the ball doesn't bounce is very hard. Is that high. Wimbledon? Yeah, that's Wimbledon, correct. And so. then the French Open French Open is clay court, exactly. See, and I know stuff. You know I know a little bit. It's great. And then you have the US Open is hard court. And oh, then so the they have to play in all of them. Yes, they play all different surfaces throughout the year. So you started when you were 14. Yeah, Why so late? I played handball, which was huge in Germany uh, before, and it was a team sport, and then I decided, due to private circumstances, that I wanted to be in a single sport, and I mm -hmm. took a tennis racket in my hand and started playing, and I absolutely fell in love with the sport, and then I was practicing after high school every day, two, three hours, Yeah. Uh, Monday to Sunday, basically, I played tournaments on weekends, and then my coach said, professional tennis might be difficult for you, but there's a chance to play college tennis, so I decided to come over to the US, and do that and it was uh, a giving a, bl a blessing for me for well, sure. yeah you did well I mean you only had a four years of playing before you came here yeah, to was, play for college it was a good time it was really good and um, yeah in division one I made it actually club in the 19th country at the end of my last awesome year. that was good yeah was good. so why Charleston it's a good question so basically when uh, my wife and I got married 
I told her I would move to the U.S. from Germany. And where was she from? She's from New Jersey. Oh, but she lived she... in Manhattan, New York, when we reconnected when we started dating, and I mm-hmm. lived in Munich in Germany. Yeah. So it was long distance, and then when we decided to get married, she came six months to um, Germany to learn the language for my parents and things like that. It, was it only took her six months? Uh, yeah, she's, I mean, she understands very well. Yeah. Of course, like, it's a continuous process, but yeah. she took, like, an intensive German class, of oh, course, oh. to make sure to learn the language for my parents, which was extremely nice. But we knew after that period that we would come over to the U.S. And mm-hmm. I told her that I have really, like, a few friends in, in South Carolina, so if, you, if she wouldn't mind, I would like to show her Charlotte... Greenville and Charleston. I mean, mm-hmm. it would be a big those change. were your three choices. <laughs> yeah, it was a big change for her because I mean, living in Manhattan. Manhattan is an m- amazing city, yeah. but it was I couldn't see myself living in Manhattan. It's just too busy. So um, I was like, okay, it's Charlotte. Charlotte has a cute flavor, but she couldn't connect. It wasn't the same as New York. And then I showed her Greenville, which was nice, but it was a little bit too small. But then we came to Charleston, and, and she loved Charleston. Like, it was a beach and everything. It's a great, it's a great city. So we, and I love Charleston because I was here for my spring breaks back in the days so doing college. Oh, yeah? So I absolutely love Charleston. Spring, oh, that makes uh, sense. Because yeah. Because it's not far away. Close but I said as a backup plan, because her family is close from Philadelphia, we would move to Philadelphia. I could live with that. So, but we, but we fell in love with Charleston, yeah. So, so when here. did you move here in relation to when you started Charleston, Tennessee? We moved in 2015 in October. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's, it's always a little bit of time to adjust to get to know the tennis scene and mm-hmm. meeting people kind so of build a reputation build a right? reputation yeah so I, I, I connected myself I played the, the pro league here in Charleston and, and got to know a lot of people which was great and yeah after a certain amount of time um, we, we just came up with a concept my wife and I and decided to to make it happen and we love the journey and we love giving back to the community and providing opportunities to play tennis so what was it like you know the first year or so like creating this the concept was written down uh, with my wife together. Because you're both business. Yeah, we are both sports management. Yes, exactly. Right. I was in sports management. She was in event management. So it was actually perfect, perfect match. Yeah. Like, you know, me coming from the tennis background perfect and her, her perfect match. Uh-huh. That. So, um, and it was just nice. It was great. And I love working with my wife together. So we really enjoy working together on those projects as well. Uh, so the concept was written down quickly we utilized some of the tennis coaches and contacts I had to start it mm-hmm. and we started the Ein Club as I know the tennis director very well there and you know from there we went step by step and it's been growing of course there's yeah. always hurdles you have to take mm-hmm. uh, it's normal and it's not easy because it's a new concept so you don't know how tennis players react to it you know how many players sign up and things like that but it's it has been great we are extremely excited and um, the junior programs have been great and we actually just started a UTR Flex League, meaning like every month there's like um, four matches guaranteed for juniors and adults and they can schedule them themselves, but all oh. comes for UTR. So, you okay. know, starting from zero, now having next year between 10 to 15 tournaments, having a big prize money tournament for adults, having another adult tournament and having the Flex League has been a huge blessing and it's been, we're really excited and can't wait to, to get the year 2020 going for sure. 2021? 21, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you got that right. Please don't make us repeat No, no, don't make We're repeat. so close. You're so close. Yeah, you're right on that So point. how did you go from two to almost 15 tournaments? So what has happened is I'm also very much involved in college recruiting and there's um, a coach and somebody else, his name is Chase in Atlanta. So um, my goal was always, and our goal, Kelly's goal as well, we always wanted to basically almost have every month an opportunity for a competition. Wow. yeah. So... Um, for next year the junior tournament series really is stepping up because we came up with a new concept it's called rally to the slam 
So what it means is basically... Rally to the slam. Yes. So basically, you know, the Grand Slams are the four big tournaments. So we said rally to the slam because we only have one tournament. (laughs) So what we are basically doing is for all the junior tournaments. So every junior tournament in 2021 Mm, will be basically um, you're rallying to the slam. And rally to the slam means the following. We partnered up with Gwinnett Tennis, and it's actually not official yet. The announcement is going to be done in December, oh. uh, so in the next four weeks. Exciting. And uh, Gwinnett Tennis is a tennis event company like Charleston Tennis Circle, but in Atlanta. Mm. Okay? So what we are doing is we are hosting seven tournaments here in Charleston, and we are hosting seven tournaments in Atlanta at the same time. On oh, the same weekends? Most likely the same weekends. Um, Sometimes might be a weekend after, but it's like in the same month for sure. So from February to October, we have seven of those junior tennis tournaments. And what you do is for every tournament, the format is the same. Everything is the same, right? And you're basically getting points. You're getting points for participating. You're getting points for winning a match. You're getting a point if you win your flight. And you're winning the point when you win your group stage. Okay? And then at the end of the seven tournaments, we're collecting all those points of all different levels. So four players in the beginner stage from zero to three UTR, four players from three to six UTR, four players from six to nine UTR, and then four players from nine and above UTR. So I'm basically creating my Charleston tennis circuit team with those players, with those 16 players. Mm -hmm. And the Gwinnett tennis is gonna create 16 players the same way, Gwinnett tennis team. Mm -hmm. And then we are taking those 60 players for a free tournament. It's called an invitational tournament at the end of October. And we're going all together as a team with the parents and everybody to Atlanta to compete against them. And I'm going to be the coach of my team. And Chase is going to be the coach of the Atlanta team. And then we basically compete for, we're going to buy a huge big trophy. Oh and my. we're going to compete for the trophy, right? And yeah. it's one year it's going to be in Atlanta, and in 2022 we're going to have the competition oh, in Charleston. Fun. So we are basically rotating it. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, so we wanted to give the kids a little bit more incentive. And throughout the race, you know, when you have collected a certain amount of points, you get beautiful prizes from partners, and, and basically there's three, three tiers. So if you come to tier one, you get a prize from, then you go to tier two, you're going to get another prize, a nicer prize, and then if you're tier three, you're going to get another prize. So we basically wanted to give our juniors even more incentive to compete in our tournaments, to um, work towards mm-hmm. end of October, to be part of that yeah. team. I'm, I'm really excited about Yeah, that's a great idea. It's like a qualifier. It's like a qualifier. You have those seven qualifying tournaments to qualify for the CTC team, and then you have seven junior qualifying tournaments for qualifying for the Gwinnett team, and then... I can't wait to hopefully take the trophy home next year. Yeah, uh, where are you going to get this massive trophy? Well, we're going to chase, and I, we have a bunch of contacts in the trophy world as we need a lot of trophies for the tournament. <laughs> yeah, so we are excited to make one fun, exciting trophy for the event. And then we just want to have a good time and we want to give the kids, um, you know, it's and their parents like a fun weekend where you travel together yeah. and you make it a... And, and, you know, I came from a team sport first. Mm-hmm. And Chase is a college coach, so he's also like a team guy. That's why we created at the end this team atmosphere where we say, okay, I'm actually going to be the coach and my goal is to coach all my kids just for the mm-hmm. tournament, right? Yeah. To hopefully win the, and take home the trophy. So we are excited about that. So it's all seven tournaments that they have to go to and participate at to qualify. You don't them. have to. I mean, but, you it's, know, better. but it's better. It's more, that's you our encouragement. It's more, exactly. It's more you compete yeah. and it's more you participate. It's better. It's for your point system that mm-hmm. you have a chance to qualify for the tournament. And then when is the invitational? October? End of October. Yes. We have to still de- de- set the exact date, but mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be end of the October, last week in October or the weekend before. Who came up with that idea? Uh, Chase and I um, yeah. came up with this idea kind of together. Um, I know him for a long time, and we, I know he does the same what I'm doing here in Charleston. He does in Atlanta. And we wanted to provide those junior players just more you know, incentive and motivation to compete. 
and um, that's what we are hoping for that you know kids loving the idea as much as we do uh, we think it's it's a great concept to get that going and what I personally love is and what he does love is, is the team aspect about it in the background yeah. you know that at the end it's like a team team atmosphere and you all have to go together yeah you know it's I think it's a fun if you think about the event and like the parents are coming the juniors are coming like we're all together you know we go might go for a nice big dinner if, yeah. if you know if COVID is allowing us and then <laughs> on, on Saturday and Friday or like Saturday Sunday you play the matches and then you're just building this relationship with those kids, which is um, important to us as well, and giving them a chance to experience something new and cool in team atmosphere. Yeah, and you like know? I'm sure a lot of them will be from different schools, like different areas around Charleston, and they probably would have never met before. That's exactly what we're trying to do, you know, building friendships and stuff. And then we have a lot of contacts in the world as well, so hopefully we can arrange like on top of an exhibition match of really good players who can watch. We just want to make it a fun atmosphere. That's our goal. Yeah. So there's a pretty big scene of tennis here in Charleston is what I'm getting. Like, yes, like for this, massive. I mean, compared to, you know, if you see the big cities, but compared yeah. to the amount of population we have, it's a huge tennis city. Every, like everybody needs to play tennis. Everybody needs to play. I mean, it's a, you have a lot of tennis courts around here. Oh, okay. I mean, you have you know, the big professional tournament mm-hmm. here. So it's a, it's a very friendly, the weather is supporting That's the sport. True. You know, you're, there are no indoor courts, year, you're yeah. playing outdoor all year. So it's a great opportunity to compete and you have the beautiful clubs and you have, it's an active sport. So it, Charleston is a great place to play tennis. Do most of the kids that come to the tournaments, are they from high school teams? Are they from, I mean, do you have club tennis? Because like I played volleyball. So we had club volleyball and we had high school volleyball. And like either way you get to be on a team. It's honestly from any, everywhere. I mean, I know a lot of coaches, I mean, I'm building even more my network with the coaches and things. So I know high school coaches, I know club coaches, I know both. So it's it's really a mix of both ends. Okay. Like you have them coming through the UTR platform about the marketing. We do a lot of marketing for our events. You have them through like a coach recommending, hey, you should play the tournament. You have high school coaches saying, hey, the season is over. Make sure you're playing in those UTR tournaments because um, all the high school matches count for UTR as well. So it's the coaches are really promoting and hoping that, you know, the kids are playing. But they're coming from basically anywhere. There's a lot of different places. Yeah, definitely places. We had like in the last tournament, we had a player from Greenville coming. In the summer tournament, we had um, from Miami. Oh, wow. We had from, yeah, it was really interesting um, because we were only one of the few tournaments being held during yeah. COVID. We put like really strict guidelines mm-hmm. in place. And um, yeah, we had people coming from North Carolina, Georgia. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, really enjoyed fun. that. Mm-hmm. So... Do you teach? Do you teach lessons along with the Charleston? I used to. I used to teach a lot. I started teaching when I was sixteen years old, and I taught my whole life um, to until probably the age of twenty nine, twenty eight, and then I'm also a college recruiter, so time is a little bit limited. Yeah, what is that like? Yeah, college recruiting is great. I'm basically helping you know tennis players from all around the world, America, um, Europe, anywhere to find the right college. I've, you know, done this for 10 years um, and I play college tennis myself. I was a college coach for a year um, as an assistant and I absolutely love that experience and I think it's a unique and amazing experience for any tennis player to play college tennis. Um, love What's the so te- different about it? I love the team, at- uh, team atmosphere about it. You know, I mean, you can educate yourself, you get an education, you can have your bachelor and at the same time you can, you know, play the sport you love and that's something I think is a true blessing and gift um, which not many countries offer so if you study in Germany for example you study there's no oh, team okay. sports there's no college sports anymore. oh I never thought about that yeah so it's it's, it's a very unique oh. thing the United States to has be able to do yeah to do that and uh, you know pr- providing and something I love about the United States as well is like that sport has such a big 
reputation and it means a lot to the mm -hmm. schools but also for the players or for the community and stuff like that so that's something I love here and and I think it's a it's a it's a blessing to have college sports and provide opportunities in tennis but also other sports and that's why I love helping those kids in, in to come over find the right school mm -hmm. get education how do you find them You know, you've built reputation over years. I know a lot of academies in Europe. Mm -hmm. um, now here, the Charleston Tennis Circuit gives yeah. me a great platform to, you know, present myself and, and get to know kids. And if they need help and really want to find the right school, you know, we help us the whole process with the NCAA, with so applying to the school. So are you kind of like the middleman? I'm a middleman. I'm not working for a school. I'm like, no. I, my goal is to provide and find the best fit of school to my player. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to start architecture, Does it mean you have to go to a big school? No, there's this Gap University in Savannah who has been yeah. amazing in you know design and architecture and things like that. So my goal is to advise and help and consult the player and the parents with like, okay, what do you have to do? Which coach is a good fit for you from a personal perspective, from a coaching perspective? Which school is a good fit for you academically? So I basically help them to round up the whole process and finding the right fit of school. Is it a lot of it from Europe, a lot of kids from Europe? Yeah, I mean, mainly because I, I started in Germany yeah. uh, 10 years ago, and, um, you know, that's where I have a lot of contacts. But now it starts with the Charleston Tennis Circuit um, building a reputation here in the United States. So and really, if you want to play in college, you have to come here? If you want to play college sports in general, yeah. yes, it's definitely recommended to play college sports in the United States because, in my opinion, there's no other country who has the same setup and the facility and the structure to support sports like the United States. Do you feel like we like value sports more? Yeah, for sure. If I mean that's something yeah. like, and I compare mostly to Germany because that's where I'm from. Mm -hmm. Like the amount of kids already like you know doing homeschooling, the amount of kids like being flexible with their schedule, the amount of kids like really pursuing a you know a sport they love so much. I think that's why the United States is so successful. If you look at the Olympic Games, like who's winning the most? It's the United States. If you take the NCA in itself as a country as a, during the Olympic Games, I think they would even win the most medals. So the college system in the United States provides yeah. such a great opportunity for athletes in general, but it's also for tennis as a stepping stone to either professional sports or as a stepping stone to get like an education and then, you know, start your own profession. But it's it's amazing what the United States does in that in that sense. Yeah, I like that you said it's a, a good stepping stone because that's exactly what you used it for too, it's right? Perfect. And it shaped my career in all aspects mm -hmm. of my character and I, like I said, I it's hard for me to live without tennis. I love the sport way too much. What do you think you would have done if you didn't play in college? If you didn't come here to play? Oh, that's... Like, what was the other option? I was, I mean, the moment my tennis coach in Germany told me there's this option of college tennis, I had it in my mind, like, so this is, this is exactly what I want to do. And I yeah. told my parents, this is what I want to do and I work for it. And then I just did it. And my parents don't speak English. They have never left, kind of, you know. Mm -hmm. They went to countries where... Have they been here? They have visited, of okay. course. They came for graduation. My parents yeah. came here to Charleston and things like that. But it's been, yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. It's been a pleasure. So why USC Upstate? You know, the coach believed in me. I, I talked to two different schools and I wasn't really, really picky. I was just like wanted to come to over and I looked at the school. I looked at the business department was accredited, which was mm -hmm. important to me. And I looked it up. The academic part worked. The coach was super nice. The scholarship was financially reasonable for me. So I can still afford it to come over here. And then I said, let's do it. So I came and I came from a big city and then I came to small Spartanburg. Spartanburg. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't easy in the first semester. It was yeah. a huge change, but you know, the, the, the team, the coach, everybody helped me to adjust very nicely. And the, 
something I love about South Carolina is the friendliness of people, like how friendly they are. Mm-hmm. So it made my transition extremely nice. And the school support, like the, my, my academic advisor was super nice. And there was an international office I had contact to. So you had a lot of support. A lot of support. Yeah. I mean, that's unbelievable. The support you're getting once you're in the school system is amazing. So I absolutely loved it. And you wanted a business degree. So that's why I you wanted to do too. business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did business with marketing and was great. Got my got that um, bachelor degree a long time ago and then I pursued my master's as well in London so oh, yeah. that was nice what do you think was the the biggest difference in tennis in Germany and tennis in Spartanburg South Carolina the team aspect like you everything have teams in Germany yes we do you play but it's more like a club sport but it's yeah. not like the priority in Germany is more probably the tournament the individual tournaments to make sure you get your rankings up and stuff and that's mm-hmm. something I loved in college that you know yeah if you win your match but your team loses you're down like yeah you did your job but you want to make sure that the team wins yeah so that's something I loved I love the team aspect about that part that your individual sports becomes a team sport and that's something I really enjoyed in college that you had this opportunity to go really compete in a team and you when you won your match you wanted to make sure everybody else wins the match so Mm -hmm. that you as a team drive home like five hours on the bus and you you know you're happy and you you can celebrate the victory instead of like being sad about losing yeah so how does it work like if I win my match but you don't so Basically, you have six singles matches, right? Mm-hmm. Six singles and, and, and three doubles. So the back in the days when I played, it was still different. But now the doubles counts as one point. So if you win two doubles or three, it, it counts as one point. And then what you do is the six singles count as one point. So at the end of the day, if you, it can be like a 4-3 mm-hmm. or it can be a 5-2, right? So even if, if you lose a match you can, and all the other guys win, you're still winning the match as a team. So. Okay, so it's the total matches. It's the total matches. Um, so you, you want win. everybody to win, you and that everybody. one you'll exactly. win. Okay. Exactly. What do you think was the hardest part about coming here? Coming the transition, you know, I, it's like you're coming to a country, no, nobody. Besides the coach, besides the coach from a Skype call back in the days, it was. Skype? So, oh, yeah, Zoom wasn't even around. No, huh? no, it was like a Skype call, I think. And, <laughs> yeah, so that was 2000. Five, mm. and yeah, you, you come to a country you don't know anybody. You start from whole scratch. You 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 get picked up at the airport, and then you start your life. So, like yeah. I said, the support system was really nice. But you know, being adjusted, you leave all your friends, you leave your family. I think that was a hard part. But in the moment the season started, and you played the sport you love, and You're so busy, yeah, it's so busy. Too. And yeah. the good thing is, in college, you have like two, three months in the summer off. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I went to Germany, you know, played there, saw my family, and then I came back. So it was it was great. Did you have any hesitation to come here? No. Never. No. You're just like, I'm yeah. going to do it. Were you born and raised in Germany? Mm-hmm. Like you never moved from yeah. where you were born. And I never flew that far before. Yeah. So, and I remember when I bought my ticket, I looked for the cheapest ticket to fly over. So I flew from just oh, off to Amsterdam, Amsterdam, Chicago, Chicago. I think I was even Charlotte and Charlotte Greenville because it was only like 600 bucks. So yeah. I just looked for the cheapest ticket. So I did like that. And I was just like, every time I, oh my God, I'm getting closer. This is exciting. Oh yeah. yeah we were all alone. But it was fun. I loved it. So it was a really good time. What do you think tennis players that you see, what do you think is their biggest struggle? Whether it's like physical, mental, like what do you see a lot of players struggling with? You know, it's a, I think that's difficult. You know, that you have some players struggle mentally it's a you're individual you're all by yourself on the court so it's like it's a lot of pressure on you as a tennis player so I can see like it, when I was coaching as well that's some players had problems with that some players were mentally so strong they never got nervous they were just like meant for the situation but they had problems with their bodies you know their body it's like a real intensive sport um, if you look at all the movements and the strengthening the stretching 
it's like a, it takes a whole team like if you're really ambitious about it it takes like a wheel like it needs a good coach it needs a good physical therapist it needs a good PT it needs a good um, structure like a mental coach now big yeah. schools have mental coaching like um, psychologists yeah a lot of schools have sports psychologists yeah, now so it's it's really building a good team around you to make sure that you have the best environment to succeed that's did something. you all did you have all that at yeah. USC Upstate because I feel like that's kind of new now we had a strengthening coach we had our coach but we never had like a yeah. No, now they have the sports psychologist, like a team PT and a nutritionist, which is great um, because it's, it's very intense. Also, especially the in college when you have all these other demands and to play tennis and to be like, expect to perform. And getting a, yeah, Exactly. I think the last part you mentioned, you're getting a scholarship. So the coaches are expecting you yeah, um, that to do well. So it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a whole different pressure to it, I have to say. The mental aspect of it. Did you ever struggle with that? That was fun. I, I never had the mental issue. My biggest issue was because I'm six seven and I was like, you know, <laughs> no. I'm pretty tall. So my body and I had a lot of injuries. So that was the biggest struggle for me. But the mental aspect, I, I took it as a gratitude and a pleasure and a blessing that I was able to play the sport I love. Yeah. So since I enjoyed it that much, I think, and I knew I had still a lot of growth in me as a development because I started late. I think that gave me the confidence and the boost to really enjoy what I did. What do you think, like, how do you get over the, the mental aspect of it? Like, the, the people that you see that do have that, do you, how do they get over it? Uh, you see, I had a lot of conversations with a really good friend of mine in Germany who's a sports psychologist, mm. so I referred all my friends to him to really yeah. work it in. I think if you if you work with somebody who's a professional, a professional in it, I think he can really help you mentally to get into the right stage, you know. I, I was always like, oh, I'm like in general a very positive person, mm -hmm. so I always gave myself positive reinforcement even when I yeah. didn't play well, so I know it's going to get better and stuff like that, but... If I would go back in my time, knowing what I know today, I would definitely probably have worked with a sports psychologist and, and also like worked much more with like a personal PT to really build my body and, mm -hmm. and get in the right stage. Well, look at you now. Right? Look at me. Now I'm <laughs> wise and older. So <laughs> so next year you have like 10 to 15 tournaments, but yes. we still have a couple of months left of this year. So yes. what's on the schedule this year? Yes, we have a big junior tournament coming up in December at Waldoons. It's from the 4th to the 6th, um, and we are really excited about this. Um, that's something we are looking forward to. We're also planning a CTC pro team event um, with, like, for all the tennis pros here in Charleston in the end of November, so we're looking forward to that as well. And um, yeah, But we're excited to ease out the year with those yeah. two tournaments and then really get going for the next year and working on the big prize money tournament again. We want to make this like the prime event uh, for the adults for sure and get the junior tournaments but we're also working on the leagues yeah, so it's, there's a lot of right? going on and, and we are really excited about it and I'm looking forward for all of that so on that note of a lot going on what is like a day in the life of Sandy like how's a day in life so what I normally do I wake up at 5.45 um, because I'm still working in the recruiting business so I need to make sure that I'm you, you know yeah, yeah because I have international kids from all around the world so I want to make sure that they are, I'm available for them um, I'm, I'm working with them I'm doing a lot of coaches calls I'm working with the kids having meetings with the uh, parents then in CTC is coming in nicely as well so I do a lot of like you know um, setting up meetings with mm -hmm. potential partners setting up meetings with facilities looking at the schedule when can we host events when is it beneficial for everybody and setting those up then we have our networking dinner with our partners so I'm trying to connect everybody together mm -hmm. so that our partners benefit from each other and yeah, then I normally work between, I would say nine to 12 hours a day. Mm. And then, you know, I'm trying to get out on, my, on the court myself twice a week. 
I'm gonna try. I started playing golf a little bit just as yeah. a you know as a side gig <laughs> for myself, just to be outside and change it up as long as my body can can handle it. And yeah, doing stretching and trying to keep my body in shape as much as I can. How's golf going? I like it. Very good. <laughs> I had my first 18 holes on Saturday, yes, so we'll see congrats. how it goes. Yeah, it's good. I'm uh, pumped about that. But uh, yesterday I was on the tennis court thanks to you again. So I'm looking forward to keep my body in the right shape too. Because I love tennis too much to give it up, right? So my goal is to really play twice a week. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Is there a location that you haven't, like you don't have a tournament yet in Charleston that you're trying to get? Yeah, I'm talking to a few locations because the Charleston Tennis Circle is not about one specific location. Yeah. So I want to, you know, we had a tournament here in Somerville, uh, which oh, was okay. great. So next year we're going to have a tournament in Kiowa, which is going to be nice. Wow, that yeah, would be so, great. Yeah. And um, I'm talking to the Charleston Tennis Center, which is very much but close to the... There's so many. Yeah, there are so many. Yeah, so, many, so um, yeah, we, we're expanding and we want to make sure that, you know, the Charleston Tennis Circle is hop hopping through all yeah. the, like with all the partners and venues here in Charleston. And yeah, it's building and... We're excited about it, so looking forward to have more venues, but we're already working with the Waldoons, which is an out of palms. We're working with the Iron Club, we're working with Somerville, the Pine Forest Country Club, which is super nice. Mm -hmm. um, next year we're working with Keo, which is a new addition, and we are in talks right now with the Charleston Tennis Center. Where's um, that? It's um, almost not downtown, but like where the car dealerships are in, in West Ashley. Oh. So it's really nice and down in there. Big facility with yeah. like, I think it's 14 to 15 courts. Mm. Really nice, and then we're talking to Park West, which is a smaller facility in Mount Pleasant, so it's it's good. I'm excited. What is, like, the scheduling, like, of scheduling all the matches? Like, do you do that? Yeah, I do it all myself, and I love that, yeah, actually. You do? I, yeah, because I've been... I've, yeah, I love that part. I've been, I've been <laughs> doing this for... In Germany, we have a big showcase, which mm. created the concept seven years ago, and we have run it for six years. It was canceled with COVID this year, but we had 120 kids from 20 different nations. We actually had a wow. girl from Japan, fly, Japan flying over, and we had 45 American college coaches flying to Germany to watch kids. Oh, that's really awesome. So that was awesome. So I love doing that stuff. Logistics okay. and events, it's something I absolutely done my whole life, and I really enjoy it. So what is your... You know, where do you want to take this? Where do you want Charleston Tennis Circuit to be in a few years? My goal is it to, and that's our mission statement as well. Um, our goal is to connect businesses on the one hand side, local businesses, um, to build our network. We call our partners game changers, and that's mm -hmm. something we really want to enhance and do. And at the same time, we want to provide tennis opportunities for everyone. I see, like, if, you know, with the Pro League, I was a Flex League with the team tennis events and with our junior programs, if we have between 15 to 18, 15 to 20, tournaments and events throughout the year that's where we want to be and make it a prime event like two prime events with prize money like as our kickoff events and then mm -hmm. the junior tournament series with like the ready to the slam that mm -hmm. would be exactly ideal for us so that we provide basically a tennis opportunity for all tennis players here in Charles. yeah and like every month a year too that's exactly what we're trying to do and, yeah. and we're on a good track and we're excited and we're looking forward to 2021. 2021. When's your first event? Is it January? The first one we know. It's going to be in February. February. Yes, the first okay. junior tennis event is coming in February. We, the Flex League looks like we're going to have every month. Yeah. Um, so that's going to go through the whole time. The next Flex League actually starts on November 16th and goes mm -hmm. until December 20th. Um, it's normally four weeks, but since it's Thanksgiving, we're going to give it yeah. another week. So if any of our listeners want to get involved with the Charleston Tennis Circuit, how do they go about that? Just go on charlestontenniscircuit.com. Um, that's our website, and you can find all the information there. Um, there's all the different leagues. There's all the different tournaments, and you can basically click on that. 
You can also reach out directly to me. Um, my phone number, we, I can provide it anytime. It's no problem. So you can reach out to me by email or phone. Um, and if you make the post, you can more, you're more welcome yes. to put that in there. And then people can reach out to me. But you find all the information on the charlesandtenniscircle.com um, to, awesome. to register as well. Is there still time to register for the junior tournament? All the junior December? and adult and everything is still open to register. Okay, yes. until like... Like you, uh, normally we have like almost like four days before the yeah. event starts because we have to do the scheduling and yeah. getting all the scheduling out there. So like make sure you don't wait until the last minute. But yeah. yes, you have you still have a lot of time to, to register. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sandy. This has been awesome. And thank you so much for having me, Hannah. I, I really like, appreciate it. I know so much more about tennis now. Get you out on the court again. Oh, yeah, we'll see. I need to be... I'm surprised I'm a three. Yeah. I feel like you're just being... <laughs> Nice. I've been we'll see. a little generous and nice there. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find Sandy Friends at charlestontennisrecord.com. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Head on over to Instagram. Find us at Healthy Charleston. Leave us a review on iTunes. If you ever have any topics you want us to talk about or guests you want to bring on, feel free to DM us. Otherwise, thanks again.